Welcome to the Center Point Pentecostal Church Podcast. We hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are ready for a life-changing message from one of our outstanding and anointed ministers. If you like this podcast, please be sure to give us a follow and a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Now let's get to today's message. We're going to turn to the book of Luke 14 and verse 23. I feel the presence of the Lord is in this house this morning. I feel like if you're under the sound of my voice and you have tried everything in this world and everything has failed you, there's one thing less left to, ch- to try. And his name is Jesus. That's why the Bible says, taste and see. That the Lord is good. He is good. How many can testify? As we already heard, He is good. He is good. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highway and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be be filled. It's God's perfect will that every church building, not just CPC, but every church building would be filled to its highest capacity. We got a world that could fill this church up, I don't know how many thousands and thousands and thousands of times. We got a community that can fill this church up I don't know how many thousands and then thousands of thousands of times. So the loss is not the problem. But Jesus says, go into the world. Go into the highways, to the hedges, and compel them. Hey, if there's ever a time that we need to compel people to get to the house of God, is in the hours that we are living right now. One more scripture, Matthew 28 and 19. Mm. God is good. Go ye therefore, teach all nations. Go ye therefore, teaching all nations. Today, I'm going to just loose every child of God in here that's been baptized in Jesus' name and that's been filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to loose you today. My ministers, my ministry, my young people, I'm loosing you today to go into the whole world. Oh, we got the revelation of the second part of this verse Baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. Oh, we we got the revelation of one name, one baptism, one faith. We got that. What about the first one? Go ye into the world and teach all nations and making disciples. Come on, anybody can get behind this pulpit and preach. But God is wanting more than a preacher behind a pulpit. God is wanting ministers. He's wanting you and I to go into the dark, lost world we live in and make disciples. Oh, yes, sir, brother, brother Rodney, and that's you too. Oh, yeah, brother Jason, and that's you too. It's not just to the ministers. It's to everyone that God has filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and those that took on the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of their sins. Crank me up, Bubba. You're killing me. You may be seated. So today I'm casting my 24 vision to each and every one of you not just to some of you to every one of you go make disciples 
how it works. Loving others and loving people. Jabez prayed, God, enlarge my territory. You know why he prayed that? Because he was in a rut. He couldn't, he, feel like, he felt like he couldn't go any further. But he knew in his heart that there was more that he could be doing. And there was more people that he could be reaching. So a sincerely prayer came into Jabez's heart. And he would pray, God, enlarge my territory. And God honored Jabez's prayer. God added to his life people, faith, and power. I wonder what would happen this year if we would have that same prayer in our heart. God, enlarge my territory. God, bless my labor. God, bless my effort. Amen. God, bless what I do for your kingdom. Add to it. Praise the Lord. So today, I am coming before you wanting more because I believe there's more that God has to offer to you and I as a church. The first word that came to my mind as I'm studying was more. The question is, how do we get more, Pastor? Truly, how do we get more? What about loving people? What about loving this world that feels unlovable? Come on, what about reaching people and reaching this world that is lost without God? I'm preaching something that I am passionate about this morning. I'm preaching about loving people and I love people. That's the reason why God has seen fit for me to be where I am today. Amen. I love people. Now understand, understand, this is not Pastor Beard's pulpit. It's not Brother Douglas Bellgard pulpit. And if you think so, get that out your mind. Because it's not his and it's not mine. You know who this pulpit belongs to? It belongs to Jesus Christ Almighty. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And what I want behind this pulpit is anointing preaching. I don't want a seminary. I don't want a watered-down gospel. I want us to preach with an anointing this year like we never had on ourselves, on, on our ministries before. But loving people, come on, loving people and loving the world that we live in. How do we truly do this? And I, it's very simple. It's very simple. Is that we take this gospel out of these four walls and we bring it to where it belongs, to the streets of the broken and the hurting and those who are without. You know what I realized, though, why most people won't knock a door, while most people won't preach? Because some has not lived this lifestyle to its fullness. People don't trust you because you're preaching something and not living what you're preaching. Amen. But do you know the Bible says it's better us for not to know this, come on, than to know it and not live it. That's dangerous whenever the world can't see Jesus in the church or through the church. I want to be in here and when I walk out, I still want to be in here. I want Jesus Christ Almighty to always reflect from Carl Beard and off of me and in me. Amen. I watch too many people sit on an apostolic pew dried up. Come on, even just this year, I have watched some of the people that I love, some of the people I taught Bible studies to, some of the people that I got connected to Jesus miss more church in 23 than I ever seen you miss before. There's a reason for that. It's because you don't desire more. You don't desire the true plans and the big plans of Jesus Christ. How can I tell my friends, hey, you need to come to church and they see me at home on a Sunday barbecuing? <laughs> or how can I tell my friends, hey, you need to come to church and they meet me in the woods hunting a deer? 
Or how can I tell my friends that, oh, oh, you need to come to church and they see me at the mall shopping. Hey, if this ain't enough for what you need in life, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, ma'am, because I can tell you by proof of the word of God, there's nothing else. I said there's nothing else. There's nothing else. When he said a man must be born again of the water and of the spirit. Amen. I tell you, there is nothing else. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Job. Whew. So to this year in 24, <laughs> whew, we're going to do some change in Centerpoint Pentecostal Church. There's going to be some drastic changing going. We're not, changing, we're not changing the gospel. Don't get all crazy. We're not changing holiness. We still believe in without holiness, no man's going to see God. We're not changing that part. We're not changing the message. The message is always going to be the message. But the method this year will change. It's going to change. It's going to change. Hey, just like a preacher said, you know, I had... I got this woman driving my school bus and she doesn't have my school bus for the church and she doesn't have the Holy Ghost yet. And so one of them old dried up saints walked up to him and said, Pastor, you know that woman don't have the Holy Ghost and why is she driving a bus? He said, you don't need the Holy Ghost to drive a bus. You just need a CDL driver's license. Pastor, I don't know why you got so-and-so out there cutting grass. So-and-so don't need the Holy Ghost to cut grass. So, oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> things are going to change in 24. We're going to implement some things in Center Point Pentecostal Church that's going to truly help us. It's going to help us physically, spiritually, more than anything spiritually, but it's going to help our church to grow. Why? Because we're getting out of our four walls and we're fixing to get into an area where God wants us, where God wants us. God wants us winning people to him. Come on, God wants this church to try something different. We're going to try new things this year. And if the new things don't work, we're going to go back to the old things. No, that's hogwash because the new things are going to work. Come on, can I get an amen in this place? Come on, I got a group of young people that's behind this pastor, and they said, Pastor, we want more. We want more. We want more. And we're going to get more because God knows the hearts of his people. And he knows, and he said he would fulfill the very desires of our heart. <laughs> Let me get to my notes, wherever they're at. <clears throat> we emphasize. We put big things on Easter Sunday. Uh, absolutely, we, we make sure our, our clothes are nice. We make sure our music is nice, in order. We make sure our preaching is nice, and, it is, and, that, and that is in order. We make sure everything's perfect on Easter Sunday. Come on, somebody, we're coming up to Easter Sunday. And you see, by experience, we're going to put a lot on Easter Sunday. What about this? What about if we were, from starting today, that we would take every Sunday morning like it's Easter Sunday? Why? Why? Sister Kristen, back there, full of the Holy Ghost, baptized in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, but just a Two Sundays ago was her Easter Sunday morning. She died from her sins. She got buried in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. And today she sits in this church, Holy Ghost filled. Rapture ready, praise God. A few Sundays ago was her Easter Sunday. How many of you got the Holy Ghost on Easter Sunday morning? Look. Proof is in the pudding. So we ought to, I'm telling you, every Sunday morning, we ought to give God our very best because somebody is going to walk in this church broken and undone and we're ready for something different. And the only thing that we could offer them different is Jesus. It's a relationship. Come on, it's something that the world don't have. They can't offer it because they don't have it. Hallelujah. Every Sunday needs to be an Easter Sunday morning. 
every Sunday. We got to try every, anything and everything to get this world ready. Let me tell you this church something. We got to have new life in this church. Come on. Why, Pastor? Because new people are so full of faith. They're so easy to pastor. Man, I wish I can uh, exchange some of y'all for, you know, I can exchange some of y'all for one of you for five new, new converts. <laughs> Fun to pastor. They're excited about their new birth experience. Come on, they're excited about what God is doing. You can't take their zeal away because their zeal can't be taken away. Because they know what they know, what they know, what they got didn't come from you. It didn't come from the world. So if it didn't come from me, if it didn't come from the world, then who can take it away? There ain't nobody can take away what God. But give me new converts. Give me a brand new church with new converts. And I'm going to show you something that you ain't never seen before. An excitement just because of who he is. Not an excitement just because I got a thousand dollar bonus. Not an excitement because I just got me a brand new four-wheeler. Not excited, but just because I got me a new gun. But I'm excited because of what God has done in my life. What a difference. Come on, somebody. I said, what a difference. What a difference. <laughs> Woo, come on, some. I'm, I, I know what I'm talking about. New converts. They have that zeal. They have that love for God. Hey, what happened? What would happen today if every person under the sound of my voice, if you ain't spoken tongues last week, what would happen today if you would make your way to this altar and re get refilled? Come on, with the Holy Ghost and begin to speak in that heavenly language all over again. Sister Brooklyn was just saying a couple of weeks ago, she came down here and her eyes were all red and she was upstairs, got, got reconnected to God and, and man, the, the, the joy of the Lord was all over. I said, are you okay? She said, I'm just fine. <laughs> I've never been better in my whole life. She just got renewed in the Holy Ghost. I was a gravity student class here a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> You converts, we got to have them. We got to have them, church. That's what brings peace and joy and happiness in our churches. To see the joy of the Lord in somebody that never known nothing about God. And God fills them with the Holy Ghost. And they're like, oh my God, whoo, this stuff is good and this stuff is real. So anyhow, they, they were just telling me, she went to them again. She said, hey, I got the Holy Ghost again. I spoke in tongues again. I love it. What would happen if we would all have that attitude? I got, ooh, what would happen, Brother Rodney, if you would say, hey, I can't live on yesterday's Holy Ghost. I need a new, I need a renewing right now, today, in my mind, in my spirit, in my heart. <laughs> Woo, more, more. I said, more, Jesus, more. <laughs> Hallelujah. Brother Jordan, why don't I preach the service this morning and you explain after I finish? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, Brother Francois. Okay. <laughs> we got it now. He likes the new name, Francois. <laughs> you never thought no one else would love your name. He does. But new converts brings a zeal in churches. Come on, it brings new life. Just like a newborn baby in your house. When y'all had Sister Sarah as your only child, even in today's world, when she was brought in your life, you're like, oh my God, what's so excitement. And after 18, oh. <laughs> Just joking, Sister Sarah, okay. But it's like a newborn baby in your home, in your own home. The joy it brings in a home. That's the same thing in the church. When we bring new babies and we get new babies in here and new babies begin to realize we need Jesus more than life itself and they make their way to an old-fashioned altar, just like Sister Sabrina, 
did just a couple of weeks ago, came to the front. She surrendered. She walked in. Hey, when the Holy Ghost began to move, she just lifted up her hands. You know what she said? God, I'm not fighting no more. No more. I'm lifting my hands and I'm surrendering to you today. I'm giving you my everything. And what happens, God took her everything and made a new creature. Woo! Come on, somebody. God made a new creature right here in Christ Jesus. Now watch this. If a new saint can, can, can stand up and magnify God for what he's done, oh, 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 hallelujah. If a new saint can say, thank you, Jesus. Let me move on. Don't blame me. Blame Brother T-Paul. He took, but anyhow. I thought I was going back home, and I thought I was coming back to preach tonight. But anyhow, here we are. We've got to have new babes in here. This pastor had a young lady come to their church, and this young lady got the Holy Ghost. She never thought that she could ever receive the Holy Ghost because she thought in herself that she wasn't good enough. Boy, ain't that a lie. Ain't that a lie. And comes from the pits of hell. There ain't no sin that's too great for our God. There's no, there's no, there ain't no way in God's green acres that you can go too far that God can't reach you where you are today. But as a woman comes to church, she gets the Holy Ghost. She starts living for God. Man, she got the zeal. She runs up to her pastor on the Sunday morning. She says, Pastor, one of my friends was born blind in one eye. She needs a miracle. And pastor says, well, did she, does she have the Holy Ghost? She says, no. He said, well, you go home and you teach her a Bible study, okay? And, and, and let her get the Holy Ghost. The next Sunday morning, she comes to church. She says, Pastor, guess what? I taught my friend a Bible study. Guess what? My friend received the Holy Ghost, and she began to speak with new tongues. And this, tonight, she wants to be baptized in Jesus' name. <laughs> better. So he says, well, Pastor, now my friend needs a miracle. He said, what I want you to do is grab that bottle of oil. Where you at? <laughs> I want you to grab that bottle of oil and I want you to go to him or her or whoever it was that needed eyesight and I want you to lay hands on that person and speak in the name of Jesus. You are healed. And so next Sunday she comes back. Hey, pastor, guess what? My friend with the blind eye, she can see out of both of her eyes. Oh, give me... Oh. Give me faith as a new convert. I said, give me faith as a new convert. Come on, somebody. God can do it. I said, God can do it. God can do it. I wish I could have inserted some of this before I lost Brother Sonny No. But I don't think Brother Sonny No is lost forever. I believe God's going to deal with Brother Sonny's. And Brother Sonny's going to make his way back to the house of God and get his life right. I'm not giving up on Brother Sonny. But I wish to God I could have inserted some of this before he's left this place. The only thing I ever want to be to anybody that's lost without Jesus is a witness. I want them to look at me as, hey, I may not have hope. I may not how to find hope, but I believe if I go to that man of God, he can direct me where there's true hope. Come on, somebody. We sit down on pews full of the Holy Ghost, full of power, and doing nothing with it. Huh? What would happen tomorrow morning at your job if someone came to you and says, hey, man, guess what? I got four months to live because I'm eating up with cancer. What would happen if someone would hear with a pastor saying today, you ain't got to be a pastor to anoint people with all. You ain't got to be a pastor to baptize somebody in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. If you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, hey, you've been baptized in the name of Jesus, I loose you this morning. Go find your creek and baptize them. Go find your swimming pool and baptize them. Go find your bathtub and baptize them. 
But we're waiting on someone, just somebody else. Well, it's passing it. No, pastor does enough. I do enough. I don't need another title. I do enough. I'm one man. Can't handle it all. That's why I'm loosening that. Come on, that's why you are going to take on the same responsibility as your pastor. Pastor ain't got to baptize your sister or your grandma or your grandpa. You got a big old $80,000 swimming pool. You can bury them in the love in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't wait on your pastor. Oh, pastor's coming. No, pastor's not. I'm giving you authority this morning to bury anybody in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Woo! I want more. Come on, I want more. Brother Chance, I'll go this far. If Sister Bethany says, I don't want Pastor Bear to baptize me in Jesus' name, but Chance, I want you to baptize me in Jesus' name. Get a cow trough clean and bury her in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. It takes new burning spirits. It takes water and it takes spirit. And that's when it's going to save our world today. <laughs> Woo! I can't believe you're going to, oh, yes, I will. Brother Jeffrey, your 80-something-year-old friend that you told me you connected with, I wait for the day that you call me. Hey! I brought him to the creek, and I just baptized him in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Woo, brother Mick, it's coming. I said it's coming. Sister Brittany, it's coming. You're going to see your own families baptized in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. You're going to see your own families filled with the Holy Ghost. We're going to get a hold of this thing in 24 and make a difference in somebody's life. <laughs> Go to the highways and the hedges and compel them to come to the house of God where my house would be filled. I am so glad that I'm going to have me two great men behind me this year. I can't wait to see what they're going to do in this generation. I can't wait to see how many people they're going to teach Bible studies to. I can't wait to see how many people they're going to bring to church and see God filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. If it don't, if it can't, if it doesn't start in the ministry, we can't expect it to start in the church. But what starts on the platform does not stay on the platform. It begins to flow. Oh, God, it begins to flow. <laughs> Maybe I couldn't change nothing that was already started in here many years ago. But I wish I would have done or could have had an opportunity to do what the old timers did. When a person said, I'm called to preach, okay, you called to preach, let me prove to me you called to preach. Go start teaching Bible studies. Come on, go start winning people to God. Then I'm going to know if you're really called to preach or you're really just called, or you're really just called to preach. This is the smallest part of my ministry right here. And Brother Keith Smith, let me tell you something. You, me, and everyone else, if we ain't got a love for the lost, then our ministry is nothing. Come on, we can't witness to people that we love and we know and want them to see Jesus one day. We don't have ministry. We ought to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, set our alarms at 3 o'clock in the morning, and get on our face before God. God, save my brother. Save my sister. Save my co-worker. Save those that I love. Oh, we want to love more. We want to reach more. and We want to serve more. But it has to start somewhere. So who is this Holy Ghost for? The Bible says it's for you. It's for your children. It's to all who are far off. And as many as our God shall call. And listen, I love the uttermost. How many of you were raised in Pentecost? Come on, put your hands up high. Lift them higher. Okay, put them down. 
How many wasn't raised in Pentecost? You know who you are called? The uttermost. You're the uttermost. What do you mean, Pastor? You're the one that even family, even friends in the world, and even society said you would never make it. And truly, the only hope we have is in Jesus. And let me tell you something that was raised in church. If you are sitting down on your gifts and your talents, shame on you. You ought to be leading us. I know you didn't hear me. You ought to be leading us. I said you ought to be leading us. Come on. Amen. You should be leading us by example. If you've been born in this, my God, you ought to be the first one on a Sunday morning when the preacher, when the preacher is kind of preach, is trying to preach kind of good. You ought to be the first one on your feet saying, hallelujah, to my pastor because he's preaching the truth. Come on, somebody. I got to wind this down, and I don't know how to wind down. I got my, I, 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 I promise y'all, I got my wheels down. I'm, I'm trying to land the plane, but it just don't want to hit the ground yet. Who is God is wanting to save the uttermost? Yes. If we don't have a love for mothers and others, we don't have a love for nobody. We got mothers in our world that are raising their children. We got fathers in our world that are raising their children. Single parents, that has no hope, and we are the hope. We got the greatest Sunday school classes. We got the greatest teachers. Come on, somebody. We got the greatest preachers. We got everything that a church has to offer. Come on. We got talent. We got skills. Man, we got anointing. We got great music. We got everything it takes to, to usher in one of the greatest end-time revivals that Center Point has ever seen. Come on, somebody. How many of you came in here for the first time and you said, man, I love that music? Amen. How many of you came in here and said, man, that music was good, but I love that preacher? <laughs> oh, wow. I got more hands than I thought I was getting. Maybe I need to start preaching more. <laughs> I love it. But let me tell you something. You're only getting back what is given to you. I love each and every one of you. And I, I promise you, I wouldn't trade neither. I love the church that I pastor. Please don't take me wrong. But I know down deep in my heart, there's more that we can be reaping today from the benefits of God. So who we are, we are the church that makes the difference. We are the church that's not at the end of a street block. We are the church in the middle of Center Point. We are the lighthouse of this community. Come on, we are the ones that, that reaches out. And I want to do more. Hear what I'm saying. This year, I wanted us to get out of our comfort zone. I want us to go ahead and start focusing on more on people. 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 Wouldn't that be nice? We take one uh, day out of this year and we barbecue for our firemen. Go ahead, get quiet up in here. <laughs> Come on. Wouldn't it be nice, though, if we take our sheriff department of Marksville and I'll call a sheriff and say, Sheriff, how many deputies you have wor are working today? Don't worry about lunch. We're going to bring y'all lunch for every one of you. Yes. Serving people. Come on. If you don't, oh, God, if you don't love people, you don't want to serve people, and you don't want to reach people, you're in the wrong church. Come on. You have walked into the wrong church this morning. We are that, oh, we are that church. But we got to have new veins in this church. New life, new life, new life. Hey, how many of y'all know if you're in a jam called Sam? How many of you know it? His, po his billboards are everywhere. If you're in a jam called Sam, now he's in a Superman suit. I feel like that sometimes when I get behind his pulpit Sunday morning, I got to take my suit off and put my Superman suit on. Well, watch this. <laughs> if you're in a jam, call Sam. Last year, he's an attorney, if you don't know who he is, in Alexandria. Some of you people that don't go anywhere and you stay at home and drink coffee all day and eat cupcakes. Okay, he's, a, he's an attorney in, <laughs> in Alexandria. <laughs> so anyhow, last year, Sam decides he wants to go to church. He needs to get his life right. Sam winds up at POA. Sam receives the Holy Ghost. His wife receives the Holy Ghost. God fills them both with the Holy Ghost. This past summer, 
there was outside a, a little pool party, and Sam and him got a little bitty baby. I think it's a little girl, if, don't, if I'm not mistaken. And, and this little girl was by the pool, and Sam was tending to his, maybe some food he was cooking, and mom was doing this, and all of a sudden the baby disappeared. So when they look into the sort of searching, and they finally found the baby, she was at the bottom of the pool, and she was solid blue. This is Sam. If you're in a jam, call Sam. Sam was in a jam, but Sam didn't call Sam. He grabbed that baby out from the bottom of that pool. She was not breathing. She was solid blue. She was dead. And Sam said, it's too, I can't call on pastor. I can't call on this. And the only one I can call on is who I was introduced to last year. Jesus, heal my baby. And he said, right when he said, that baby began to breathe, that baby came back to life. That's what new babies does to a church. They put a new life in us. They put a new zeal in us. I want more, God. I want to reach more. I want to love more. And I want to serve more. Hallelujah. Let's stand. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to leave you alone. More. 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 Let's shout it. Let's shout it more. No, shout it like you mean it. Oh. Now make it personal. I want more. I want more. Now, Pastor, how do we get more? Give me, bring my jacket to you. I'm going to explain to us how we're going to get more this year. I'm not ready to sit down. But I am ready to lay down. <laughs> Bring me a cot and I'll show you what I do with it. Well, Holy Ghost spoke to me this past week. As I begin to study for this message this morning, and he told me this the love you want to show more this year is good. The more you want to reach this year is good. The more you want to serve this year is good. But you ain't going to get those things until you get more of me in your life. So I told God, God, I don't care what my sacrifice is this year. I'm not satisfied but God I want more the Bible says if we would decrease that he would increase wonder what would happen this year if we was begin to sacrifice for things. This is what Hallelujah. I is made up. Whatever I gotta do, I want to see more. And the only way we could get more church here, Pastor, we got to do more. I want to do more to receive more. Amen.
Our vision for 24 could be sums up, but one word, and that's more. But it's not just about working hard. It's about reaching the loss and serving more of God. It's about taking every Sunday and every Wednesday. It's not taking them for granted, but realizing Wednesday night is just as important as Sunday morning and Sunday night. To love more. Come on, somebody. We are going to love more by showing our guests that they belong in this church and their families can survive and thrive in this church. We're going to reach more. We are going to reach more by increasing our church staff, our volunteers, so we can grow our ministry and create new ministries for our community. I preach to you today about that. We're going to serve more. We are going to serve more because we have a passion to see the lost saved. Amen. We are going to get them involved in our church like never before. Like I said, you don't have to have the Holy Ghost to cut grass. You don't have to have the Holy Ghost to do something for Jesus. We're going to connect people this year in our churches. Amen. They got so many different ministries that you could be doing right here, right now. And this is the purpose of our cast vision today. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going to set them up for growth and success. And we will grow our church faster, believe me, this year faster than ever before. So how are we going to grow our staff and our volunteers? Starting today, we are launching out a brand new system at CPC that will give everyone the opportunity to learn who the church is and who we are. And they will find out where they feel and fit best in their ministry. You know, like I know, many of you have told Pastor Beard, Pastor, I want to do something. Come on, I want to do something for God. But the problem is, you don't know what you want to do. It's just like a Sunday school teacher that don't have a burden for children. And they hate children. Do they need to be a Sunday school teacher? Oh. So what we're going to do this year, we're going to find out what's your ministry, what's your talent, and we're going to use that for God's kingdom. And if you are in a Sunday school class and you hate kids, we don't want you in that Sunday school class. Our kids' lives are in danger. I'm glad I'm a pastor. So anyhow, what we're going to do is we're going to start this first step class next Sunday morning. And what we're doing here, we're digging in your heart. We're digging in your soul. We want to see what you're made of. We want to see what you have to offer God. Amen. Because we got talented people. If we already have talented people up here, we also got talented people down there. Sister Alita told me, hey, I want to be the person that's going to uh, follow up. She, don't, she probably ain't going to like what I'm about to tell her. I'm I really going to do this. I'm, I want to do this. I want to build in the foyer an information station. Something pretty. And I'm going to send her right in the middle of that information station. And every guest that walks through 
the front doors of this church. She's going to hand them a little bag, a little brown bag. Remember that little brown bag with two fish and five loaves? Come on, we're going to hand them a little brown bag. It's going to have more than two fish and five loaves. Come on, we're going to give them all what we need to give them for baptism in Jesus' name. Hey, what we stand for, what we believe, is just an insert to get something activated in here. But most of all, we're going to let them know, thank you for coming to visit Centerpoint Pentecostal Church this morning. So she's going to be sitting in that little booth and she's going to be saying, how y'all doing? Is that redneck talk? How y'all doing? Talk, Brother Jamie. Let me see how it goes again. There you go. <laughs> Just like that. They, they won't be like me and Brother Brent. Michelle, what y'all come over here for? No, but none of that stuff. But first step, we launching next Sunday morning. It's a four-week class. And that way we're going to figure out your spiritual gifts. And where you will fit best in ministry. This is, a, this is a great opportunity to start serving God's kingdom at CPC. Aren't you with pastor? Are you on board? How many of you truly believe that everyone has a ministry? Come on, everybody has a ministry. When I'm too old, hogwash, you're never too old. We got an usher department that needs ushers. We got a security team that needs security. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We need trees cut down in the front. Oh, hold on. I, get, I take care of that. Man, watch me. I'll go on. I need my car washed every Monday morning. Oh, but hold on. I'm just joking. But a four-week class, that's going to give everybody an opportunity to start something for the kingdom of God. Now, if you want to be a plat anything to be part of the platform or as Sunday school teachers, you're going to have to go to the next step. That is second step. Se next step. We are changing our new converse name, our new beginnings class name to next step. So if you finish first step, okay, when you was a baby, you took the first step. Did you stop? No, you went to the next step. So if you take this first step, I highly recommend you second step. Because they're going to have so much foods in there, spiritual foods for you and I, that we can grow a church, a glorious church for the kingdom of God. So everyone to learn about who you are and what's your ministry. Next Sunday is the 28th, right? Right behind me, if you are Jesus, you can just walk straight through these walls. But if you're not Jesus, take a left, make the curve, go right underneath the youth class. Next Sunday morning, we're going to start our first step class. So please, now understand, hear me. Your pastor is recommending you to go to that. Don't feel like you're missing church. You're not missing church. God's advancing you for something bigger and greater. Come on, he said, come on. He's moving you to the next step, Brother Rodney. Hey. Right, right. See, that's what I'm saying. He's moving us to the next step to grow bigger and greater than ever before. Amen. So next Sunday morning, right below the young people, the youth class, is where our class is actually going to take place. Amen. Help me if I'm missing something, church. So if anything to do with platform, anything to do with Sunday school, you're going to have to go to uh, different courses and different classes. We got to protect our children, right? Come on, we got to protect our, the, the, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. We're going to do that. We also, today, this morning, in all the four years, we got sign-up sheets for first step. <laughs> and listen, when I told them, they said, well, what if we got so many people that we can't fit them? We do first step right here. 
Wouldn't that be awesome though? That would be awesome to learn. To get the knowledge of, hey, where do I fit in this? Come on, where do I truly fit in God's kingdom? And I believe that's the reason why we see so many people come. But we also see so many people leave because they don't feel wanted. Come on, they don't feel important. So we want everyone to feel wanted. We want everyone to feel important. So that's what we're going to do this year, church. We're going to move this church to the next step. To one of the greatest revivals that we have ever walked in. I believe God is already setting things up. I said, I believe God is already setting things up. They got some more Sabrinas in this world. Sister Christy, they got some more. Come on, they got some more. Sister Lelisa's. Sister Tara, believe me. They got some more of Sister Tara's in this community. Come on, they got some more Sister Sarah Gaspar's in this community. They got some more Carl Beards in this community. God forbid, but they do. They got some more Sister Melissa Bordelons. They got some more Jeff Lees. They got some more Brooklyn's in this community. God I look at this beautiful little family that brother Bobby has brother Bobby my word to you take whatever you want to take out of their life but leave one thing that's the church not outside looking in we on the inside we looking out Brokenness can be fixed this morning. Come on, sins can be remitted this morning. Grace can reach you, sir. Grace can reach you, ma'am, right where you are. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it changes and impacts your life for days to come. If you would like to connect with us further, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash Centerpoint Pentecostal Church or just search Centerpoint Pentecostal Church on Facebook. If you would like to join one of our services in person, the service times and address are in the podcast description. Thank you and God bless and we hope to see you on the next episode.